0: It's time to watch The Muppets, The Muppets Mayhem.
1: It's evident you if you were on that, like,
0: can you beat Shazam, <laughs> Shazam! show or whatever? Yeah. Did you, had you have you ever watched that show? No, but
1: I've heard of it. And I swear to God, if I hear the beginning little droplet of a song, I can.
0: My brother w- was telling me about what he like. He goes, my game shows are on. And I'm like, oh what God. are your game shows? Jimmy
1: or Justin? Justin.
0: And he, and he's like, oh, I watched that. I think it's called Can You Beat Shazam or Beat Shazam or something or like finish the lyrics. Something like that and he was saying that Jamie Foxx used to be the host of it but now like do you know what's going on with Jamie Foxx you don't okay so Jamie Foxx was the host of it and there was like a DJ that played the songs and it was Jamie Foxx's daughter okay. that was the DJ Jamie Foxx right now is in some sort of a in some sort of a medical crisis there hasn't been a release oh, yeah. of what is going on with him but every couple days on twitter you'll see he trends and it usually is accompanied by his family. Uh, a couple of times I've seen, it's his family has been assured to plan for the worst kind of thing. Oh, God. And it's like, what the heck is assured? going on? With, like, not, you know, like to, say. yeah, to like, uh, you know,
1: that's scary. be prepared,
0: I guess, for the worst.
1: Oh, no, I love Jamie Foxx.
0: And it's like, well, what the heck's going on with Jamie Foxx? You know, like, I mean, I know it's none of our business as yeah. the general public, whatever, but like, that's crazy. Yeah. So Justin said the show is now hosted by Nick Cannon, right? Oh. And you'd think, well, why couldn't Mariah Jamie Foxx's... husband you mean? Yeah, yes, Mr. Ex-Mariah Carey. So, but why isn't Jamie Foxx's daughter still there?
1: Yeah, oh. It's not
0: Jamie Foxx's daughter as the DJ now. It's Kelly Osbourne, which is insane. So then my brother was like, you know... Jamie Foxx is probably like, get my daughter, keep my daughter away from Nick Cannon.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> what a good joke. I went like, I went like straight up Rosemary's Baby. So in Rosemary's Baby, her, uh, Rosemary's husband is named Guy. Uh-huh. Anyway, Guy is, um, an actor, I guess, in the theater in New York. And he's always, he's really good, but he's like, always the understudy uh-huh. always whatever yeah. so i guess when he meets um uh, minnie and um i forget that the guy's name the husband uh ruth gordon's character <clears> and <throat> her like scary husband yeah um anyway he th- he i guess steals a glove from the the guy who was like starring in the play and what happens is he mysteriously gets hurt guy uh-huh. gets the role so i'm like Oh, because you okay. know everybody thinks that like the celebrities are in the Illuminati and uh-huh. like Satan and, and like stuff Nick Cannon's
0: like definitely a part of that whole. Oh,
1: and, 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 and then and then he brings in Kelly Osborne. Yeah, of course. Nick Cannon
0: has no business being as famous yes. as he still is, right? Uh-huh. Like Drumline.
1: Anybody uh, and you know there's a whole thing about like how the Waynes were like canceled by the uh-huh. Illuminati. And it's like Jamie Foxx has a history with the Waynes. Yeah. And then Living Color and all that. So you never know. I mean, we could turn mm. this podcast into a conspiracy theory podcast. Maybe. With all these conspiracy <laughs> theories. Anyway, I hope Jamie Foxx is okay. I hope but Jamie is Foxx is okay, like too. Interesting that his daughter isn't there, but... Yeah. If it is, like, because of Nick Cannon... I mean,
0: it kind of seems like it could be because Nick Cannon's there, like... Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, Nick Cannon's got like thirteen kids or something know, with I saw like him on fourteen time
1: about women. About it, and he's like, "It's okay that I have that many kids because I can afford to pay for them." And All right, I'm like, okay. "Yeah, but like,
0: can you afford time? Yeah, to be a f- parent to thirteen kids, like read, or whatever? You it's know, it's so
1: funny. I read Dapper Dan's book, and um, he was talking about having like kids with different, you know, parents, different moms, uh-huh. and the deal was is that. Every single kid had to be raised vegetarian, and he would pay for them to go to private school. But he wasn't, like, really in their lives. Yeah. But yet he was like, my kid's gonna... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I guess that's cool, because you want your kid to have, like, the best start in life. But you're like, I'm not gonna be... I'll support them, but I won't be there. Yeah.
0: You hope that they land on the right trajectory, and you spend money to, you know, to guide them. But you're not doing anything other than... Dads. Dads, man.
1: Some people have them, some people don't. <laughs> I'm such a- I hope this
0: episode... No, it comes out this Maybe week. I'm like, like, this doesn't come out for Father's oh, Day, God. right? Like, <laughs> No. All right, Megan, it's time to watch The Muppets. Let's watch. We watched The Muppets, The Muppets Mayhem. We watched episode three, track three, Exile on Main Street, airing in the U.S. on May 10th, 2023, and in the U.K. on May 10th, 2023. You ready for the plot? I want to hear the plot. The band struggles to find their groove while recording in a famous producer's high-tech studio. A miscommunication causes Animal to quit the band while Janice attempts to bridge the rift between the Singh sisters. Megan, what did you think of this episode? I
1: actually love this episode. There was
0: a lot of fun in this episode. We got a little bit more into who Moog is as a character. We got to see a little bit of the past of the mayhem. We got the reveal of baby animal, which is baby like baby
1: animal. It's a very... baby
0: version of him from another perspective. Yeah,
1: I was like, wait, canon.
0: He kind of looks like the um. Okay, do you remember We're the at- the okay. honeycombs cereal? He looks like the honeycombs monster. Do you remember the honeycombs monster? Mm-hmm. He was like that hairball with like
1: definitely looked like him. But I, I like want to ask you, like the
0: Tasmanian devil
1: is Muppet Baby's canon or is this canon?
0: I don't know. I mean, I feel like. If Muppets baby, if Muppet if, if Muppets babies if Muppet babies was Canon, like what did Nanny like she's fed up, she dumped him off as like a little tot she drop dropped just him off with Floyd,
1: yeah, I guess Muppet babies isn't Canon,
0: no, that'd be kind of bleak if it was right mm-hmm. yeah, you just see like a pair of legs walking away in the distance in the background, but it I know they're so cute, they are so like Disney started kind of promoting the concept of baby animal. On their social media the other day, they—I don't remember who the third baby. Oh, baby Groot! They were like baby Groot, well, and they, then they were like Grogu.
1: The success of Baby Yoda and Baby
0: Animal, and it's like just call him Baby Yoda. No yeah. one's really running around being like Baby Grogu, or, you know? Grogu, Din or Grogu. Whatever. You Din obviously Grogu. didn't watch the last Sorry, episode. Sorry, I dead named Grogu. Uh,
1: <laughs> he is Din Grogu.
0: Um. But, yeah, it's very funny how, like, the babification is the back.
1: babification! <laughs> right? like, well, nostalgia. Okay? It's like the it, Muppet babies. Instead of cartoon babies, now it's, like, yeah. kind of live-action-y babies. But I am glad that this whole puppet, like, puppets are cool again. We don't have to CGI the puppets. Yeah, I am
0: glad about that Even as well. Even in Star
1: Wars, Baby Yoda, he's so cute. Did you see him walking?
0: So, this episode, let's, like, I guess start with, okay, the first, the first sentence here is, that they the band struggles to find their groove while recording with a famous producer in a high tech studio ready when you are doc well alright wait that's perfect well right on so how I'll lift my saxophone yeah. can I just play you alone all right. All right. Consider us collectively blown away by your rhythmical... Zed. This is the big Zed episode. Zed invites them all to record their, you know, I guess record their whole album is the, the the plan at first. Yeah. But he's recording it the way that Zed, I suppose, does in primarily mixing and looping and everything. I hate this for the for the Muppets. I hate that... Zed would say even like, "Oh, I love the mayhem. Yeah. I get them and then help them make that." It's yeah. like that doesn't feel like you understand them then if you're making them, you know, like
1: I this feel weird that way, dance track. But I also feel like this show is trying to make them up it's relevant to nowadays yeah. and like that is the kind of music that well, is, like, made today. That was
0: my argument about it, is I feel like even Zed is a little bit dated at this point. Like, yeah. we're always, music is always progressing forward to the next thing, to the point where I'm like, I don't really know what the next thing yeah. is, necessarily. But I know that, like, I feel like that sort of dance pop stuff is not really on, in the zeitgeist as much right now. Like, well, I feel trap like it's, we're music. fading, yeah, we're fading away from trap music and stuff, aren't we?
1: I mean, yes and No. I feel like Dominican made music is Mm -hmm. becoming more popular with like Takesha and like, I know Bad Bunny's Puerto Rican, but like Uh it's sort of, I don't know, I feel like it's like more mainstream now. Yeah. And I don't know if that's trap music, but it's close. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I'm thinking of trapped all of a sudden that you said trap music. What was the trapped song?
1: Can I break away? Is that? No, no, no. Push me away. That's not trapped.
0: No, I can't think of any. What's
1: no? Is the time for me to rise to my feet?
0: I think all I can think of is a taproot song. That's downfall.
1: Taproot. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. I don't know what trapped sang. Can I break all that away? new
0: metal? But like, imagine if there was a producer that was trying to make the mayhem like record a new metal song. It's like you'd be like, no, barf, that's not it. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: I just feel like.
1: What band have you, do you know any bands that like have tried different experimenting with different like genres and you liked it? Both and ways? I like it's, it. Yeah.
0: I can't fully think yeah. of any examples of that. I will tell you an example of the opposite. Okay. So there's this band called 21 Pilots.
1: Yeah, I heard of them. You've
0: heard of them. They have tricked me into liking one of their songs. They have a song called um, Tearing My Heart. That sounds similar to another band that I like called Jukebox the Ghost. They're like a piano rock band. And this song played on Sirius a couple years ago. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. So then I downloaded the album on Apple Music. And as I'm listening to it, I realized that each of their songs on their album almost sounds like they're parodying another band's style. So I'm like, that's not good as an artist to not have your own definitive style, but instead do a very good job replicating multiple styles. I'm like... You're trying to cut it as a rock band, not as, like, a Weird Al-style, like, act, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't that... I don't know. I think that that, like, just rubs me the wrong way.
1: Yeah, it does. It's interesting. Oh, my God. So You I, don't have
0: your own definitive sound, but you can replicate other folks' sounds. It's you know? funny.
1: I feel like that's how Sublime sort of started after reading. I read um, a comic that you sold me Yeah. about the band Sublime. Five Dollars at the Door. Yeah. Five Dollars at the Door is a really good book. Yeah. But um, what I learned is that... It, they really bit off a lot of other people, mm-hmm. like, big
0: time. Well, because they were doing kind of almost like a <laughs> uh, ska, hip-hop, like a punk, yeah. like a little bit of everything, yeah. like kind of like taking pieces yeah, from everybody, right? Yeah, they stole right? a
1: lot of songs from, like, Jamaican artists. Yeah,
0: reggae. Yeah, like reggae. I think stuff. that's what I was trying to get yeah. out. I couldn't think of the word reggae.
1: Reggae. For a <laughs> and then, like he wrote that song, Bradley wrote the song "Date Rape" in the style of a different song yeah. he already knew, and it kind of is similar. But really, yeah. And now and that I, I think mentioned that, that, that song, is such
0: a I like.
1: I am going to have that fucking song in my head.
0: Uh, that's the kind that's of song when that, things got <sighs> out of control.
1: She didn't want to. He uh-huh. had his way. She said, "Let's go." He said, "No way." Why do I know every word I to know. that song? I wish I didn't.
0: Because we grew up in a certain time, yeah. Megan. That's the only reason. <laughs> But Zed, so Zed's Zed's work in this episode, I guess he got a song out of them. It's not necessarily a song the Mayhem was too proud of. So the Mayhem ended up giving the song yeah. to him and to who? Sophia Carson. Yeah,
1: I didn't know who that was.
0: Who is Sophia Carson? I
1: didn't know who that was. Because that
0: felt like we were definitely supposed to know who that was, yeah. right? Sophia Carson is an actor, singer, best known for her role as Evie in the Disney Channel Descendants film series. So okay, Disney
1: recycling. This, yeah,
0: this works out perfectly for me today at the shop. My niece Maya, my little yeah. niece, your baby niece. She, she. Last week anymore. she said to me the other, last week she said to me, I would really like to come work at your store. Aww. And I'm like, you're a little kid. You can't. You know what are you What are you going to do? And she's like, I'll sweep. I can sweep. And then I was like, you want to wash the windows? And she was, yeah, I can wash the windows. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I told my sister in law, I said. Bring Maya by on Saturday if she wants to, you know, if she wants to come like play work at the store. She and Maya literally screamed, "I'm hired!" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, you're oh hired." Oh my god! And this I go, is but the don't worry. Thing ever. I'm like, I'm the boss, and you can be easily fired, so you got to be good, or, you know. So then she's like, okay. So then she comes in today, and um, right out the gate, she's like, "I'm hungry. I didn't have breakfast yet." And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> like, what do you want? Me-? And she's like. I said, oh, there's a donut shop next to the store. And she goes, I'm like, do you want a donut? And she goes, oh, no, I can't have a donut yet. I need a wake-up wrap from Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, Maya. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, she? if I get, she's six, seven. So I'm like, oh I'll g- okay, God. I'll get you breakfast. And she goes, okay, good. So then she's sitting there, she's eating, and I'm like, are you ready to start working yet? She goes, Uncle Doug, I'm still eating. And she holds up her food. I'm like, okay. So then like, a couple more minutes go by, and she's like, uh, all right, what toys can I have? And I was like, Maya, you got to do work first, right? You said you were coming here, to, you were going to sweep and clean the windows? And she goes, well, I'm not very good at sweeping. I'm like, well, you told me you were going to sweep for me. And she's like, yeah, I can't do that. And I was like, okay, you're going to clean the windows? And she literally, she turns to me and she goes, but which windows? And I go, I have those two main main windows in the, in the front. And she goes, well, what about that door? She's like, that is that door, do you want that clean too? I go, well, yeah, that's a window also. And she goes, I'm not doing the door. I'll do that window. And I go, okay. So already this little kid, she's got her demands of what she can and won't do, you know? God. So I give her Windex and paper towels and she's cleaned in the windows. And she goes, I think that's enough. She's like, what, what books can I have? So then we're looking around and she found a Maleficent book. Oh. And she goes, oh okay yeah i want this and then she goes do you have any descendants comics and i'm like no i don't have descendants comics and she's like you should definitely order descendants comics so then she's like she literally says to me you could take a look and see if you can order them like i'm like damn so i think i think she might be my boss now i think she might be my boss oh my because you know i ordered her descendants comic books after she told me to so, cute. so, Sophia Carson.
1: She just seems so cute. I haven't seen her in a while. She's
0: very cute. I have to show you pictures of her vacuuming. She ran around. I have like one of those little, what is that? Like the little, like, dustbuster. Yeah. I have a, her running around the store dustbusting, like the corners of, you know, Irish lace, as we call it. <laughs>
1: I've never heard that. That is terrific. Is that a cobweb? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Irish that. lace my oh mother used my to call it that when we were kids
1: oh my god irish lace i uh, thanks <sighs> maureen i love that i love it irish lace i had plenty of that in my house that i cleaned all day and i resented everyone who lived in the house while i was doing it
0: you like cinderella on your hands and knees like i literally was literally scrubbing.
1: like i hate these fucking kids making messes all the time
0: <laughs> no one respects me i, I get literally, no <laughs> i
1: literally was I'm like no one respects me in this house. I just clean up after everyone.
0: Cleaning up after? I'm not the maid.
1: I literally said that to Lisa the other day. <laughs> and she's like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like a lot.
0: <laughs> this episode also featured guest stars James Hong as Chef Dan, Jennifer Irwin as Delilah Gertz. Delilah Gertz, sorry. Ben Schwartz as Gus DeVore. Ben, ben Schwartz, Schwartz is, is my
1: man. So
0: after Animal leaves, he goes to Ben Schwartz, presumably to like, I guess Ben Schwartz runs a temp agency he has or something. A great
1: head of hair, he's going to say.
0: help him get a job. And he says to Animal at one point, he's like, Am I the most handsome man you've ever met? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Am I the most handsome man you've ever seen? No, no. Honesty. That's good, right off the bat. Top five though, right? Five. Top five, five most handsome man? Six. Seven. No, I'm not counting. Eight, I'm not trying. You're not teaching me how to count. Ah, Nine. Okay, I think I found a great job for you. Uh, yeah. somewhere you can really get your hands dirty. Yeah? Yeah. What about this? Even better? Get them clean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I loved the dynamic with Ben Schwartz and an Animal. I thought it was terrific. Ben Schwartz did a great job. He really killed it. Remember how you were saying when we were watching the Muppets Classique? Yeah. Um, that a lot of times the women just do a better job interacting yes. with the Muppets. He, as a, a dude, he did a great job. Ben
0: Schwartz, absolutely. You A-plus. believe him. You believe A-plus. them. You believe everything. A-plus. Yeah. I will say, I think Nora um, and Hannah... And Moog, I I like these characters. I don't I don't know how I feel about them all playing together in this world. Okay. I don't know. I I think Moog. I, I like his super fandom of everything. The way every scene, he's wearing a different mayhem shirt in every episode, wow. in every scene. It's crazy that he has so many of these I didn't mayhem shirts. That at all, I I don't know. I I, I believe them, but. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Lily Singh act in much else, and I haven't seen, you know, uh, Taj Mowry act in a little while. So I'm curious Are if you they're just thinking they're rusty? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of yeah. assuming. But
1: I also feel like is it like the director's coaching like the style of I would, acting? I don't know.
0: I would say yeah, maybe it's a little bit of both, you know? Yeah. So when we see Hannah and her sister no, get into their Hannah fight, Hannah and her
1: sister! <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Cancel me. I know it's a Woody Allen movie. When
0: we, when we see Hannah and, and Nora uh, interact and they get into a little tiff over Hannah not being introduced to Zed, she gets pretty upset over that. And then Janice. Janice is trying to coach them through, like, getting over their argument. Janice is, is so the fun. best
1: in this episode. And she's like, okay, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And she's like... I love how they marionette her arms like i love Mm -hmm. okay so what they've done that's different in these muppets versus the classic muppets is that they actually use different style of puppetry yeah for like just the core muppet cast like i know that they do that sometimes like special characters get that Mm -hmm. or but it typically they don't marionette they have like the sticks underneath the hands yeah. to like raise them up but janice the way that they're walking her around the room the way that her arms are going you can tell she's yes. being like pulled by it yeah she hours.
0: has she kind of yeah. has to be oh, right definitely. it's definitely from the top versus from the bottom yeah like you're oh yeah, yeah yeah but it's yeah. so
1: much like the fact that they're she's using flowy. both top and bottom yeah
0: yeah it really it helps her kind of like have this, like, ethereal, yes. like, movement to her. That she's, like, very zen. And, I agree. like yeah It's so cool. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I think they did a great
1: job with the puppetry of it. Yes. Like, the artistry of it is so good.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see them, like, continually innovating and everything. Yeah. You know? Janice, I think, has some of the most interesting stuff in these episodes.
1: I love her. Like, I knew I loved her before. She's so cool looking, and she's Janice, and... Whatever, but like, like wow, Dr. Bob, but she's so cool. We
0: haven't even tapped what Janice is up to this season yet. She's
1: so cool. I
0: can't wait for you to like, honestly, for you to text me in a couple days and be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah thing happens.
1: Doug, I have been sleeping, this is so random, but I have been sleeping with wax earplugs in my ears mm-hmm. and I have wax stuck in my hair <laughs> from the wax earplugs. Yuck. It's
0: so <laughs> weird, right? You're doing like full something about Mary right now. Yeah. Just pulling. Um, So Animal gets a job at a hibachi restaurant. He gets a I job at.
1: I really thought you were going to say as a, janitor. Gets a job at Chabad.
0: At, job <laughs> Habad. He gets, yeah, he gets a job as a um, teppanyaki. Uh, First of
1: all, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. He becomes famous for being a fucking like chef at a Benihana's. Yeah. He's so good at chopping the onions.
0: Janice makes some weird reference about Benny Hanna saying something about like, family. Oh yeah
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so now another The jokes thing, are good. The jokes are good. Yeah. The jokes are good. I love some of like the little like offhanded like remarks too. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like little like weirdnesses that yeah. If you're, like, not paying full attention, you miss. You
1: mi- no, you definitely missed stuff. Like, yeah. I didn't know Moog had Mayhem shirts on. Like, yeah. You. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Moog has been teasing that he is a, he has a mix tape that he wants Nora to listen to. And the payoff of that is going to be pretty good. I'm excited for you to see that, too. Moog.
1: Spoilies. I like Moog. I like Moog, too.
0: But... I don't know that I care about either. I, I mean, like, it seems like they're hinting towards Moog maybe being interested in Nora. And they're hinting that JJ is interested in Nora. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that I care an for...
1: animal.
0: Oh, yeah. That's an animal is interested in Nora. But I don't feel like any of them...
1: Connect with her? Connect?
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't see it The in only any person of them. she
1: has a little bit of chemistry with is Moog. And it's barely there. Yeah. I don't know. She's... I like her as an actor, but, like... I don't see her having chemistry romantically. With no, with like, any of the people in this.
0: Yeah, and it feels like the writing is guiding it that way. But the, she's like, not
1: vulnerable enough. Like, no. to have like a I don't know. You don't catch her being vulnerable except for the one scene in this. She's
0: more vulnerable with her sister. Yeah, and I do like that the sister relationship and the dynamic yeah. and picking at that more than I think I you, care to listen to them. She is trying the most her romantically. Yes, yeah.
1: in front of her sister. Yeah, for sure. And then later we do get to see her sort of upset and vulnerable.
0: Okay, what else is here?
1: Baby song. Are we there yet?
0: What baby song?
1: That's what Baby Animal said when Floyd plays him a song.
0: What's the baby song? Is it Bridge Over Troubled Water? Yes. So the two songs that are in this episode are Make and Mayhem. Yeah. That's the one that they make with Zed. And then bridge over troubled water.
1: So Floyd plays Animal Bridge over troubled water when he's a baby, mm-hmm. and he like oh, it's so beautiful. They're so intimate together. So that's such a great. So song. should we talk about how, what happens? There's some sort of a flashback mm-hmm. because Floyd is like really upset that Animal's gone. Yeah,
0: Floyd's especially worried yeah. that Animal's missing right now. Everybody's kind of been on their way looking for Animal since he left after the recording session. And uh, they show a flashback to oh. Floyd kind of finding Animal on well, his doorstep, Yeah, right? well, when
1: it's very like original Mario Brothers when they drop off the uh, princess on the doorstep, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, so what happens With is, Harry
0: Potter's aunt.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love this trope. I don't know why. So um, who gets left at the fire oh that's don't tell mom the babysitter step where they drop off the dead babysitter mm-hmm. at the fire department yeah <laughs> anyway um what happens is there's a ring at Floyd's door Floyd gets up he answers the door there's nobody there but there's a baby animal chained to his like door mm-hmm. and he takes him in and he like Aww, he really like just flashback. looks like a furball with
0: hands, with arms and yeah. legs. He's so funny he looking. He's so
1: funny looking. He's so cute. And I think the only thing that calmed him down was the song Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah. I'll take your part. Oh, when darkness come.
0: I love the depth that they're adding to these characters. All these years later, you know,
1: it was beautiful. I love seeing Floyd take care of him.
0: Absolutely. Even though
1: we all know Floyd and what's her name got together, and you know, Floyd has a real daughter oh, it was Prairie Dawn. With, yeah. <laughs> Who was
0: that woman? I don't remember that character. She's like in the like Muppet, what her, so, Yeah, yeah. She's in like season one and yeah. two, maybe right? Yeah. We decided that she, that Floyd and she are Prairie Dawn's parents. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm trying to find. So,
1: they go looking for him. Or, no, that's not the part yet. What happens? There's, like, a fight. And Nora, like, gets kicked out of Hannah's house.
0: Nora gets kicked out of Hannah's house, yeah, and they reveal that she's been kind of living in her car for a little while. Yeah.
1: And then she knocks at uh, Floyd's doorstep, and she is, like, hysterically crying. Mm-hmm. And Floyd, and animal take her in but they take that her after into the shed. They find yeah. That? Okay, sorry, they find animal everywhere. at the at
0: the Benihana. No, we're wrapping this.
1: We're There's wrapping this no, episode to the end. It's it's like the the outline we usually follow. I know, I know. It's very not, hard now. Yeah, and yeah. and especially because you watch this like all in one sitting, uh-huh. and I watch this. La- I, oh, I texted you the other day. Did I did you just watch
0: this as Jim intended, as um, we say. On the phone. On the phone. I um, should have done yeah. that <laughs> earlier today. But
1: it was so cute. Okay, so uh, what happens is the Muppets go looking for animal. They find animal. It's so sweet. And he doesn't want to go. And then Floyd plays Bridge Over Troubled Water mm-hmm, for him. And to he bring goes, him back. baby song. <laughs> oh my God. It's <laughs> so cute. <gasps> so then. Floyd and him, like, every all is well with the Muppets again, and it's a cut to um, Hannah on Floyd's porch crying, mm-hmm. and Floyd lets her in, just yeah. like he let Animal in.
0: So then after that, we find them all in the shack together, and, like, each of these episodes has a very interesting way of wrapping up the storyline of the episode, and then, literally, leaving like enough of a cliffhanger teaser for you to definitely hit, like, yeah. watch one more episode. One you know? more episode, yeah. So Moog comes in and he's talking to them about whatever. And all of a sudden, the floor gives out underneath him and he falls through the, to the basement, oh, to yeah. presumably the basement. And the episode ends with him saying, Hey, guys, you got to come down here and see this. And everybody's heads peeking through the hole in the ground.
1: Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what they find.
0: It's such a cool thing that they're doing with each of these episodes. It literally caught me every time that, like, they end them on a cliffhanger. And I'm like, all right, yeah, let me make sure I watch one more. And
1: I, I actually really like this show, Doug. Yeah. It's really good. I'm glad we're watching it.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that we're taking the time to do this, too. Because yeah. it is, you know.
1: I need to it's take fresh. better. I promise to take better notes for next week.
0: I know we got to we got to come around yeah. and, and figure something out. Yeah, for... we'll
1: take better notes.
0: Next week's episode has a much thicker looking plot, okay? So will you maybe read it? that'll help us out. No, I've been reading them at the beginning of the next episode oh, okay, that's because fine. there's not like enough.
1: Doug, I have to ask you something. What's that? Are you doing anything fun tonight?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go see Who
1: Took the bump?
0: We're gonna go see Latigra at. Uh... Uh, uni at Union Transfer in Philadelphia. This is a concert that we willed into existence about a year ago. Yep. I said to you, "Meg, you know, I think I would really like to see Latigra with you if they're ever going on tour at any point." And you were like, "Oh my god, I've never seen Latigra." Yeah. And I'm like, "Holy shit, you've seen Kathleen Hanna in so many different forms mm-hmm. throughout the years, and you've been a fan of her since you're like a kid." Yep. I can't believe you've never seen Latigra. So you were like, This yeah, is the last. I'll absolutely let you know when if anything comes frontier. up." Frontier yeah.
1: I am so excited. I wrote in my calendar, Megan is so excited about this. About like, I am.
0: Are you getting a dog excited over I it? I
1: kind of am. You know, I'm medicated nowadays, so, like, I can't, I don't think I can physically get that excited anymore. But um, I am that excited inside. I am very, very excited. And um, I'm just, I'm just so happy that I get to see Lativer play.
0: Well, hopefully we'll have, like, a good time to report back for our next episode. <sighs>
1: I have been listening to them since they first came out. I was so excited that when Kathleen Hanna like basically announced that she was in another band Uh because I, because the first time I'd ever heard of Kathleen Hanna was through Bikini Kill. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, this is like fulfilling something. So it's like, I got to see Bikini Kill. So that was like my middle school, like girl dream. Uh Now this is like the tail end of high school. Yeah. For me. (laughs) I've grown.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm really excited. Hopefully we'll have a good time. Um, in the meantime, the listeners can write a review on iTunes. I have no give us some nice uh, or nasty reviews to read. Yeah, But you can write us a review on iTunes. We'll read it live on air. Um, and hopefully they're nice, because that'd be nice. You can message us. Message us. You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Um,
1: and until next time. Until
0: next week. gumball time.